My name is Ray Stacanis, and I have a four-year-old daughter. My name is Robert Clark Chan, and I have a three-year-old son. And my name is Marshall Givens, and I have an eight-year-old son and five-year-old twin girls. And together we are my, my three, three dads. dads. That I just wanted to double check. It I sounded nice like you, in there. I think you forgot your name for just a quarter of a second, Marshall. <laughs> a little hiccup in there that sounded. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what that hiccup was. The hiccup was uh, uh, <laughs> going after you, Chan. It was like, should I say my middle name? Like it just for some reason, <laughs> like I was like, I felt like I needed three names, and but but like I wiped it out of my head real fast, but not fast enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The thing is, and despite all of our names being so different, all of them first, uh, last and hyphens are all four syllables. So, <laughs> so how about that? Now, there was it was it was literally Robert Clark Chan and my brain just was like Marshall Alfred Givens. No, you don't do that. <laughs> well, hey everybody, welcome back to my three dads. We decided to make another episode. We went like five, six weeks before airing the last one, and I think we only put two weeks in between the ones before it. This is what we call a sometimes show. Much like cookies are yeah. a sometimes food, this is a sometimes show. <laughs> We're the top of the podcast pyramid. Uh, we're really not uh, a measure of success, but just like like fatty foods, like just every once in a while. That's it. We're 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 the we're the we're the we're the sweet dessert of your podcast menu. I love I love getting a glimpse into your your um uh, your parenting style with a uh, sometimes food. Like yeah, yeah, this is definitely a, a conversation you've had. Listen, it's not a conversation I've had well. It's just a conversation <laughs> that I have had. No jelly beans for dinner. No, no, just no, just no. That's the conversation. Don't, uh, don't worry. It's hard. That. It's hard to convince a child that they can't have certain foods for dinner when, at some point, they've recognized the fact that all foods are, for the most part, just a random amalgamation of ingredients, and they're yes. all usually the same. <laughs> Once they get that, because they watch too many damn cooking shows, so everything is flour and butter and egg and water <laughs> and sugar. And once they figured that out, they're like, "Well, why can't I have this at five o'clock in the evening? Like, it doesn't matter. And yeah, have cake in the morning. It's the same chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, time is a construct anyway. What are we talking about yeah, right exactly. now? <laughs> Give me marshmallows." Come yeah, on, dude, get with the program. <laughs> well, today, well, look, we're going to be talking about uh, the new-ish, what, 2007 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. 2012. Uh, 2012, whatever, it's the same thing. 2012 Ninja Turtle CGI computer animated cartoon that aired on Nickelodeon. And mm. Chan picked a very random episode. We'll be talking about that a little bit later in our <laughs> Look, show. It's not random. It's very specific. But I understand now how it did not <laughs> land properly. <laughs> Looking back on it, not the greatest choice on my part. Frequently the case. Frequently. Uh, don't worry about that. Look, we, we, we have a habit on the uh, Knowing is Half the Podcast show 
of randomly picking the one episode we had to watch, <laughs> but doing it completely at random. There was no rhyme or reason to it, but that's the one we came to. And that's like the, the worst episode of beast wars. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> and we landed on it purely by happenstance. Don't worry about that. That's how the show works. And that's how the, we brought that magic to my three dads, Chan. How about that? I was, I was watching it and, and it literally got to a point where I thought, that I was watching, the, I pressed the wrong link or something. I as well, I did. I thought I had to check on this weird third-party pirate site Chan sent us to. Uh, and, then, co- and then I was afraid to do it too because I was like, "What if I go back? Like, I feel like I'm going to get lost in this, and I won't find this episode again." <laughs> Weirdly enough, uh, the natural language of my computer switched to Russian after looking at this Ninja Turtles episode. I don't know what happened there. Uh, two things: one. This is the same site that you just sent that G.I. Joe link for knowing it's half the podcast. (laughs) That's all American, sir. (laughs) Two, I incorrectly assume that y'all had the nerd cred that I did. And you knew who the character of Usagi Ujimbo was. And oh, whoa, excited whoa, to see him whoa, show wait, up in an episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's written by Stan Kai, the creator of Usagi Ujimbo. You know what? That's on me for having high expectations. Oh, no. Oh, look, no. I, look I have do? Usagi Ujimbo comic books in my collection right now. I know who this character is. I did not know how he related to the Ninja Turtles or where we were at any given moment. I will say that I have heard of Usagi Yojimbo. Don't have any comics. Don't know much about it, uh, about him. <laughs> and then when I saw him on the screen, I was like, oh, Yojimbo. That sounds familiar. I wonder why. Hmm. I think that might be some Akira Kurosawa shit. All right. Yes. <laughs> so then I just was like, I'm going to let it ride. I don't know why. <laughs> no, you did it right. <laughs> but before we get there, before we talk about the Ninja Turtles, uh, Mr. Chan, Mr. Clark Chan, you had a, a Robert, as we uh, mentioned you in no. another. No, no another it's not his name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what podcast you listen to. <laughs> so, Robert. I we you had an idea for talking about violence and violence that you would allow your kids to see and I don't know that I fully wrap my head around this topic but please let the people at home in on your thought process what you want to talk about today. Well I mean here's the thing like uh, there's a uh, you like what do you let your kids watch? Mm-hmm. Um and f- for my part I can't stand the kids settings on most of the streaming services because they just cut it down to like preschool stuff. And there's, uh, and which is fine. There's stuff that, you know, uh, uh, is appropriate to be watching at that age. And uh, that's all great. But also uh, some of the, uh, um, uh, some of the stuff is garbage. Just, just (laughs) trash. Uh, most of it is, and there's good stuff uh, in the higher ages. I want to show them some decent stuff, and uh, so then I have to back out and go to back to my you know account and put it in that way. Um, but I understand that like I'm not supposed to be showing him uh, uh, you know Friday the Thirteenth or whatever. Um, at the same <laughs> time, though, uh, I understand uh, why in many instances you wouldn't want to do that sort of thing, like show him. Uh, show uh, kids violent cartoons, especially I, especially I do think uh, boys, because they will then go like, oh, I can kick people in the head too. And then they will start to do that. 
So like, where are your limits? What, what do you allow your kids to watch at what age? So was it appropriate Chan to show your kid that cartoon where the, the person shoves a fire truck into the face of the other, because he definitely did that to me when you came (laughs) over last time. He obviously got it from one of your five and up cartoons age inappropriately shown. (laughs) <laughs> that was uh that was on my child original he he did that all on his own <laughs> and i had my eyes closed too it was really unfair a moment and i will not not bring it up till the end of time uh it was an act of savage oh, violence and i respect him for it uh at, at his uh high school graduation like hey do you remember this and just like i don't i don't know blade so that like there's it's just gushing down it's like this is what happened to me <laughs> have me blade at his high school graduation yep. Chad, you, yep. <laughs> i have to now this is the worst part i have to bleed all over my own face oh, at your kids high school graduation. I never God. healed oh, oh my no. goodness gracious no I, I, uh very fun and i i agree with this i don't think you should be well okay a couple things i want to talk about here because this is a thing that's popped up, especially this time of year here being October uh, as we record this. And this will be out before Halloween. But these people with very young children, we're talking four or five years old, who love Michael Myers. Have you seen these videos where they have somebody dress up as Michael Myers and deliver presents to their very, very young child who loves this character, knows everything about this character? And I'm like, who is showing their four-year-old Halloween movies with Buster Rhymes. What what world are we living in where oh, this no, constitutes parenting? Oh no! <laughs> and let's face it, that's the best one. Is the one with Buster Rhymes, oh, Halloween goodness. Resurrection. Buster. But like, I, I have you guys seen these videos? It's it's upsetting no. to me, and it's and then no. you get the comments. Oh, he loves him. It's like he is a the face of evil. He murders dogs and people and children and. It's it's because maybe this is not okay. It's because there is a a um um there is a natural a natural uh prevalence to want to project what you like onto your kids. Sure, of course. Right? Um I'll give you an example. <laughs> uh oh. This is gonna get weird. There we is go. a there is a child. Oh no! <laughs> There's a kid in my in my kid's school named Gandalf. Um, so it's like it's that's pretty bold. That's a bold move on a parent's part to be like, yeah. I'm gonna name my kid Gandalf, knowing that this is gonna be a problem for a while. <laughs> it's like you just have to know that going yeah. in and say to yourself, I don't care. <laughs> this is what I like. And now it was what my kid will like. Now, granted, this kid will never like Lord of the Rings ever. No, this kid will hate <laughs> Lord of the Rings. They're like never, will never, ever, ever. And I don't want to say the uh, their their sibling's name or the middle name that they use because then it would give away too much. But it's a lot. So you're saying that there are multiple Gandalfs in the country already. Like if you search for that thing, uh, uh, like uh, <laughs> how many other kids have my kid's name? I, I will look. Here's the thing: if there's one, then there's more than one. <laughs> like you know, what I'm right. saying, like I don't know how many, but I do know that somebody else did it too. 
yeah i i I don't understand any of that it it's 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 wildly crazy to me like i some of these names are sort of like normal like if you named your kid you know aria because you liked game of thrones you're probably doing okay but if you named your kid khaleesi you're a fucking idiot like i don't know like i don't understand like why you would do that to a child who never had a chance in this world when you i, I that imagine moment somebody forward. naming their kid aria but it's for the casino in vegas because oh, that's all right then. gambling well it's weird because you, i don't know if you've met my friend four queens who um <laughs> my 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 daughter quads <laughs> we have a but play you... with circus circus yeah <laughs> Like, please tell me Gandalf at least got saddled with a with a normal middle name, please. I'm not. No, please. I refuse to tell you because it's not. Because and, you can't and, do anything. And, like with some of these weird ass names, you know, you can you can at least work around it and turn it into something normal. But with Gandalf, what do you say? You got to call me Gan. That's doesn't it's work. The thing, Dolph. Well, it's Dolph, I guess, it, works. It's so specific. It's just that it's so specific that there is no. There's no mistaking at all on no. any level no. where the name came from. Like, you know no. what I mean? Like, you can't say, oh, this was a family name. Oh, this was some ancient name. Like, no, there's no, you can't because everyone knows exactly the moment that name became a name. <laughs> and it's when, it's when all the Hobbit stuff came out. <laughs> so That's for seven. him, for that kid, it's just like, well, I like once they realize what it is, and I wouldn't be surprised if they have haven't already seen Lord of the Rings by this point, and and at an age that it's probably not appropriate to have seen it. Seems yet. like a weird thing to have missed at this point. Yeah, imagine so, maybe your kid Gandalf, but hide every Lord of the Rings thing from them <laughs> until they're like twenty three. You know, be, like just, that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Let them find out the really hard way. That would be so funny. Um, um the dad Marshall- has dreads. The dad has dreads, but not is not black. So I'm just put it that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, That's, no, that we've sense. had conversations about that. Not okay. Uh, <laughs> lucky, the kid's just lucky he didn't get named Trey Anastasio of Fish, <laughs> like the full name Trey Anastasio of Fish. When we, when we, we I'll tell you off air with the full name. <laughs> Please do. And his sister Shelob, like just just very unfortunate. I'll tell you, don't worry. It's it's you'll you'll be. It's Worse. just as bad. You, Wait, not so Marshall, bad. I'm, not, look, I'm not even. I'm not even judging. I'm just saying. Tell me the truth, Marshall, because you changed the subject awfully fast. How what? old were your kids when you showed them all the Michael Myers Halloween movies? <laughs> tell the truth. Oh, look, let me tell you something. On the fifth birthday, we sit down. Jesus. And we we go right to H two O. Um. Because I want to teach them the life lesson that LL Cool J cannot die. Okay. Will not yep. die. Yep. Will be here forever, uh, uh, licking his lips to the end of time. And I want them to know this early so that when they are in their 30s, they are not frustrated by it constantly. <laughs> 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 so, yes, I have shown them H2O. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I am still on. What's happening? My God, it's 2052. <laughs> He's his lips are still chapped. This is Yo, so somebody get that man some Carmex or something. <laughs> now uh, I I will say this is a confession time because we don't show our kid violent stuff. You know she's gonna when she goes to daycare. I know she watches Netflix beyond what we would wish her to be watching. We know she's watching Paw Patrol because she comes home and says I don't like Paw Patrol, and, and then she proceed. <laughs> 
she'll say that unprompted. This will just bust out with, I don't like that Paw Patrol. And then we'll see like on like incidental things, commercials and stuff. And then she'll name every character in the Paw Patrol in front of us. And we're like, yeah. And she's like, oh no, I don't watch that. And it's like, uh uh-huh. My uh kid is constantly asking for Paw Patrol stuff. Uh, We won't show it to him. No, uh, banned from my house. Very ACAB in this household. But like, he does know all of the names. He knows them all because like, uh, I, I don't I don't think he's seen any of it, but there are so many other kids that have the stuff. Oh yeah. Walking around with the merch. We yes. we had a very, very short Paw Patrol like phase. It was real short. Um uh um <laughs> I'd love you to say AC. We don't allow it in here because ACAP. <laughs> I mean true. Yeah, Same reason we was, don't allow it here. Cause because I was it, it the thing about Paw Patrol is like my kids like are very much aware of what my first name is. Mm-hmm. So like anytime it says Marshall because of the fire dog, then I got to deal with the kid. I had like, that was what I was going right. through. <laughs> Daddy. Like, come on guys. Um, <laughs> so, but it was a real short phase and I don't, and I, I don't know what changed. I don't even know how, like I really don't. Cause I, they were watching it not regularly, but they had seen some several episodes, so they knew it was up, and they were, you know, they were asking for it. But my kid had a Marshall shirt, so, <laughs> and then some, and then something, something changed, and they just completely went away from it. Like cold turkey went away from it. it wasn't a transition. It was just like, what's Paw Patrol? We've never heard of this before. Well, that's probably. Fine. I am worried that not letting him watch it is going to make him want to watch it and it's going to backfire on us. He's going to become a cop. We already know this is going to happen. <laughs> Dude, he's already a jock. It's it's there's a real strong chance he becomes a cop. He's going to be a frustrated cop and you're going to wonder what went wrong. Can't you, you just show him a lot smoke? of uh, PJ masks because at least the the Night Ninjas look cool. That's true. He I does, love the uh, idea that Chan is going to be sitting here with his like uptight son, who's a prominent police <laughs> officer working towards Sergeant, and he's going to be screaming, "Just can't you just smoke pot and listen to listen to Led Zeppelin or something? Why why do you keep disappointing me, son? Oh God! Why I do you have love... drive? Can't you just be an artist or a comedian? Even I'll even take that at this point. I you love your, your poll for what I would try and make him listen to. You're like, oh yeah, Chen listens to a lot of metal, like like Led Zeppelin. You think I could name a single metal band? I know you already play for him. Don't even try. This is some weird Scandinavian shit I've never heard of. Somebody I was gonna go with Cannibal Yummer. Corpse, but Get I was afraid him. it was too on the nose. <laughs> uh, no, my I, have a, I do have a confession though. My confession is, and this is violence your kids are seeing because we have we 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 do not show her really violent things. We have a reasonable control over what she watches in the house. I'm more permissive than my wife is. Uh, I will let her watch some YouTube, these toy videos, what the heck. But the part I want to confess is when she <laughs> was very very young. This is like under one year old whatever age appropriate for this, that what she did is the thing. And we had a, what do you call it? A playpen. You know, one of those things set up in the living room next to the couch. And there was a morning where we were getting ready, but I had a little bit of time. So I'm like, well, my kids, you know, here, and she's not really doing anything. She's very young. I'm going to play. I'm going to play some evil within uh, two. I'm going to play some evil within two, a violent (laughs) horror themed video game. Because my kids, you know, she's in this playpen. She's not going to be seeing it. So I'm sitting there and I'm playing a section 
with a cutscene. And the cutscene oh, is no. like your hero being attacked by a chainsaw wielding sack on his head monster. Oh, and you're and in this crazy scene with big close-ups and everything, you actually turn and you grab the chainsaw and you grab his arms and you turn it and you drive the chainsaw into the guy's sack head. Blood and brain is shooting everywhere. And I am just like, oh shit. Like this is almost too much for me. This is fucking crazy. And I turn and she has stood up and she is watching the screen from over the edge of the playpen. <laughs> And I immediately go, oh, no, <laughs> I'm a terrible parent. And I quickly turn it off and try to have a conversation. But you can't because she could barely stand. Um, and I hope she didn't. She That's going to trigger some some shit later in life, isn't it? That's not 100 percent. That's oh, not going to end so well. Funny. That's so um, funny. Yeah. So it was like my it was one of those deals where, you know, I'm watching it and I'm going, ah, and then I turn and I see her looking and I go bigger. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it was Perfect. I did not know that was going to happen because, you know, <laughs> I never played it before. I didn't I didn't have all the beats down, so I did not know we were going there. And I definitely was not aware that she was watching. So that is my confession. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, for for me, it has just become a matter of like, uh, 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 I don't want him replicating the things he sees because the inevitable target is always me. So I just <laughs> don't want him getting riled up because um, I have shown him some stuff like Samurai Jack. I uh, uh, played him an episode of that because, uh, you know, obviously it's not bloody, you know, it's yeah. like uh, intentionally not. And, you know, so it's like action, but let's let's see how it goes. And he he just went bananas it was kind of like you know when uh you know you give a kid too much sugar all of a sudden she's like bouncing off the walls and just like running and crazy and just like flinging themselves at things and so um it's most it's just a uh, um a practical matter for me that if i show him uh, uh violent super energetic stuff oftentimes it will turn out badly for me or you can't like you can't show sense. him wrestling right like, that's the thing it's like i do watch a fair amount of wrestling well, gee, Chad, i wonder how that how that happened then and i don't show him any of it because i don't want him uh -huh. it's more i just don't want him like uh trying to jump off the air quotes top rope mm. uh kind of situation i don't mm. want to you know like uh, uh doing real dangerous stuff my uh, kids my kids saw parkour one time <laughs> one time <laughs> and two of the three of them now make it a point to climb the walls like you know like climb doorways and stuff like Nailed that kind of no both of them make it a point to see how high they can get and then jump down <laughs> hey look i can touch the ceiling now like this is so yes i completely understand <laughs> what you mean because <laughs> my dummy my dumb self was like hey you know what i want them to see some athletic stuff but not the normal mm -hmm. stuff i don't want to show them football mm -hmm. hmm, let me think Hey, I know I got the Red Bull channel. Let me turn on the Red Bull channel because I know Red they got Bull crazy channel. sports. Uh, <laughs> let's see. They got breakdancing. I love breakdancing. Uh, ooh, hey, extreme sports. They're doing parkour. Love parkour. Hey, guys, let's watch this. Next thing I know, they're climbing shit all over the place. And I'm just like, that was, you could have seen it coming. <laughs> I mean, you could have. One would argue you should have seen it coming. But one that, would. That's how it goes. Car. That's I'll tell you the goes. one. It was my wife. <laughs> As it always is, I have found. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, that will lead us into our television program. This is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, CGI computer animated with uh, with celebrity voices. I was not expecting. I was not walking in the door. Rob Paulson, uh, a very famous voice actor, did the voice of Raphael in the 1980s, early 90s Ninja Turtles uh, jam. Uh, does the voice of Donatello here? So that really, like that oh, one, really that's threw why me for I a recognized loop. it that way. I was like, oh, wait, that voice sounds familiar but like in the wrong place oh, oh three of the four ninja turtles i would say michelangelo i did not recognize i think if i looked him up from roles maybe but leonardo was seth green which was uh, oh. very obvious wow. and the voice of Raphael was uh, uh speaking of lord of the rings that was samwise ganji uh, uh sean astin well, sean astin mm-hmm. yeah go, he was the voice of Raphael. oh man and so, like, I'm listening to this one. One of the turtles has the wrong voice. The voice of Raphael's on Donatello. That messed right. me up. And he did a great job with it. I'm not even going to say, like, it, he sounded like Donatello should sound, but that's not how he sounds to me. So it was all it was all jacked. Uh, and, and, and Usagi Ujimbo, I don't know who did that voice, but he was excellent. And it's not even Usagi Ujimbo in this. He has a totally different name in this. Chan, maybe you could fill in some, some details here for me. Because me and Marshall, I guarantee you, we're confused. <laughs> okay uh okay well let's let's back up and handle a couple different things uh <laughs> i chose this because um i did show uh my kid uh teach me ninja Turtles this series uh and he was really into it we ended up watching about a season of it and then you know kind of like uh marshall with your uh, paw patrol he just like switched uh-huh. off and stopped watching it which i was real bummed about because uh, I wasn't really paying attention at first, but then when I started watching, I'm like, "Oh dang, this is a real solid show! Like, there's real funny jokes. Everything hangs together well. It's you know, it, um, there's not those big old plot holes. You're like, why are you doing this? You're an idiot. You know, like, um, it was actually enjoyable for me to watch. Um, so what I did is I went through and I saw, um, oh, they actually did an episode with Usagi Ojimbo. Uh, is this character created uh, in the 80s, I think a little bit, roughly around the same time when all of those anthropomorphic uh, animal comics were happening, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sort of like created a boom of uh, crazy knockoffs. They did. Um, which this is very much not a knockoff, but it was, you know, uh, uh, funny animals, basically. Yeah, but uh, to be fair, though, Usagi Ujimbo was always to be taken seriously. It was always uh, a very, it was not a funny comic. It was it was yeah. meant to be taken straight. He is a bunny rabbit who is a ronin, and he lives in, in the Sun Goku period of Japan. Like, right? Yeah. Am I, that is the story. Yeah. Uh, the character's name is uh, Miyamoto Usagi. Uh, Miyamoto, after the famous uh, mm-hmm. Japanese swordsman Miyamoto, uh, Miyamoto Musashi. And Usagi means rabbit. The title of the series is Osagi Yojimbo, which means rabbit bodyguard, uh, much like the movie Yojimbo by Akira Kurosawa. Which so, does not star a bunny, for the record. It does not. not oh, damn. I just no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, star Toshiro Mofuni, who uh, has many rabbit-like attributes, but is not an actual bunny. <laughs> uh, clear that up before people get weird about it. <laughs> and I want to see that man's seven samurai. I know. I seven samurai 
Also, no bunnies. Just, I want people to know going in the door, do not expect a bunny warrior in Seven Samurai. You will be disappointed like I was. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, in fact, there were, uh, uh, Usagi Ojimbo has crossed over with the turtles Many times. Uh, a number of times in the comic books. It's just so, obvious, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, there, uh, Stan Sakai uh, is, I think, friends with Eastman and Laird. And so, like, uh, it's just stuff they've done. And so when I saw it on the list, I was like, oh, man, I would really like to see how they do uh, Usagi Ojimbo in this. Also, there's going to be a, an actual Usagi Ojimbo series. I think it's on Netflix. Might be Hulu. Oh, cool. uh, but they're, they're doing one right now. And I'm really excited about it. And I can speak to this. Uh, they still make comic books of Usagi Ujimbo. They like two weeks ago, a new one came out. So like, this is very current and it's a series that you can kind of come in and come out whenever you feel like it. And you'll always kind of have a general idea what's going on. It's just, you know, Ronin stories that kind of tie together, but each one is to be taken separately. It, it is a wonderful series. And like I said, I have some issues of it from a long time ago in my collection somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So, like, all that being said, yeah, uh, if you're not expecting it, uh, it does just drop you in in uh, uh, feudal Japan as opposed to uh, modern times, you know, modern time New York, which is where the rest of the series generally takes place. It also didn't introduce turtles until, like, halfway through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not knowing that, that might be a little... That might throw <laughs> you I'm telling you, I was literally... I was... I was change i was putting my hand i'm I'm gonna okay i guess i gotta go go back through because maybe maybe i hit you know what i think i did remember seeing the yojimbo name maybe i accidentally clicked that that's can't be this can't be the turtles let me go ahead <laughs> and then <laughs> and then like right before i was gonna stop it homeboy bad big <laughs> bad wolf was like he pulled out the shells and then that moment i was like oh that's how they're gonna do it oh <sighs> I was I got like instantly mad. That's that's the weird thing because they don't really explain. I'm assuming previous episodes explain how the turtles somehow got to uh, feudal Japan, and all you get is one reference where one of the turtles is like, "Man, we should really try to get home." And then they don't talk about it the entire rest of the episode. And it's like, ah, oh, okay. Uh, well, by this we time they've they've done some dimension hopping already because uh. They've got the aliens uh, from the other dimension that are invading in season one. So they're like, oh. you know, they do some stuff. And then so when this happens, it, it there is no precedent for it. They just got sucked in here and they're like, oh, well, this weird kind of thing is happening again. That's pretty normal for us. Oh, so they just right. like go with it. But like, yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of out of nowhere. Um, yeah, well, yeah, because to me, I was then I was like, well, what? How did this wolf have these four turtle shell keychains to then bring them to life? I don't understand how that fit to that world. It just it was it was really confusing. Yeah, uh, and I mean, yeah, keychains, y'all. They were turtle shell keychains. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: there's so much of this that, um, like, as soon as it started, I was just like in because just like the feel of it, the animation, um, the fight choreography was real solid. I'm like, oh. Yeah, this is really good. I even though I like this show, I was not expecting um some of some of the stuff they did, like just some of the, like quiet moments that feel very Kurosawa ish, you know. Um, right. So like, yeah, I I apologize. No, no, don't. Here's the thing. You, it, you are right about 
the the animation and the the you know the beauty and all of that stuff you are definitely right about that and i probably would have appreciated it if i wasn't confused as to where were the turtles <laughs> like if i wasn't yes. expecting turtles then i would have just been like yo this is kind of dope <laughs> but my brain wouldn't let go of the lack of tor- tortoises <laughs> correct i i came into watching i watched this a little later in the evening and i found myself kind of bored by it and i hate oh, that no. because i do i do like usagi ujimbo but i think coming into it i was expecting turtles and i was given mm-hmm. a quiet samurai tale <laughs> done by candlelight and i was not in the mood for that that is not oh, what i thought i was getting that. into oh, and i found myself tuning out repeatedly during the cartoon unfortunately which seemed oh, no. like it was perfectly fine it's just when you, it's an expectation thing. When you come in expecting one thing and you get another, you you can't help but feel uh, weird about it. They did a good job of like of I mean the story was good in that regard. Like like getting past the like waiting for the turtles, I was like, oh okay, I see what's going on. Like I'm down. Uh, this it felt like lone wolf and cub type stuff. Like I love that, right? But then that little that little pug man. <laughs> I hated that pug. Oh, let's pug, talk about man. that piece I was, of shit. I would have, I would have flung him to the, I would have flung him to the wolves. <laughs> oh my now god! Y'all gonna have to find a new I, avatar because this one's got to go. Yeah, an entitled kid uh, pug with a was it an axe who thinks he knows absolutely everything and is being worshipped as a future sun god, and who is an absolute piece of garbage that they have to pull <laughs> through this entire adventure. And he constantly is telling them how stupid and how they don't know anything. And yet every opportunity, he embarrasses himself. I I think that's also why I started tuning out. This is a character trope that I already do not care for. And then you put it into a quiet Usagi Ujimbo story. I now care for it even less. <laughs> here's, here's why I love that character. Uh, because of this... He is still a child. I must remain patient. Like, how fucking relevant is that to our show? This just piece of crap kid uh, comes in and uh, Purusagi has to, like, deal with him uh, and recognize that he's a little kid and just be patient as the kid does what he's doing. I am- This is a part one of at least two uh, and I'm sure by the end of the this arc, he'll be like, oh, I've learned something. I've become a better person and he'll be not such of a jerk. Right. So it's like it's like it's like Kung Fu, the series. He's like, <laughs> yeah, walking like learning something from this from this challenging t- uh, 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 child that he has to deal it's with. Hug. Yeah. 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 Did not care for him. Uh, uh, truthfully, uh, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> They even drew it like kind of like kind of unattractively. You know what I mean? Like that there was nothing like normally you see a pug and you you can find some cuteness in a pug. Like this little pug kid, they did not draw any cuteness in it. So there was no like oh factor. And and I've seen puppy dog pals. I know it's possible to draw a pug cute. And they oh, yeah, made it, and they made a choice. They, yeah. You're nailing it, Marshall. They absolutely made a choice to make this kid annoying and poorly. They had to. Poor looking. Not poorly drawn. They did a good job drawing it. It's just right. they, they made a point to make him unlikable. I feel like they had to. I think that's the only reason why they would do that is just like, hey, this pug is going to be 
unattractive on the outside as well as the inside. This is our scrappy do. <laughs> oh my scrappy. god. Well, the general plot of this, I mean, we're not doing a recap here, but basically the evil Usagi Ojimbo enemy uh, brainwashes the turtles to attack Usagi Ojimbo, who figures out something's up and kind of slaps sense into him, and then they all work together to defeat the villain and somehow not also lose the sun god child pug. <laughs> right. That's fair, right? That's the whole episode. There was a lot of stuff in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, like I said, like it ends as they're still uh, beating the sub-boss. Uh, so we still have to get to the uh, right. main, you know, uh, evil dude with the spear and all that. But like, the sub boss, yeah, not a self-contained uh, what was, episode. What was his name? Uh, um, Kuma. Uh, uh, Sumo Kuma. Sumo Kuma. <laughs> Sumo Bear. Sumo Bear. He is yeah, a bear. Sumo Bear. Yeah. Kind of great. Kind of a great name, honestly. Yeah. No, it's fun. I'll go with that 100%. Sumo Kuma. I'm in. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and that's the turtle. So Chan, uh, you tell me about it. Like what about this excited you? What about this? Did you want to share? Cause me and Marshall were left a little bit confused, um, <laughs> uh, and a little bit, uh, confused. I mean, here's the thing. Usagi Ojima is one of my favorite characters, uh, from anywhere. I uh, love him. Uh, love the guy that, uh, does him. He's, he's been doing this thing for, uh, Cripes, 30 plus years now and he's still cranking them out and they're still amazing uh this cartoon teenage Ninja turtles from the 20 the 2012 version because honestly i'll tell you what i did not care for the uh 80s and 90s version no uh, I, had, I had read the comic books first and i was a snotty little shit and so i was like <laughs> this is not you know like my my turtles are like brutal you know and this is kid stuff so uh i skipped over that completely i'm like i'm just gonna show this to my kid and i did i'm like oh man this is kind of good i kind of want to watch more (laughs) uh so yeah i mean um what about the tmnt version then the what the tmnt version where it was just that's just that was like that's all they they just called it it was tmnt they just used the initials there's a new uh i think it's 2019 um and i believe there's also one from earlier 2000 yeah Yeah, there's one from way earlier i only remember this because uh in my days as a security guard uh for uh, movie premieres <laughs> uh, uh, and movie screenings. I I got to, I was working uh, that one, and I remember thinking, "Oh, wow, okay, this is a <laughs> this is a new team. This is not the turtles that I remember." <laughs> and then and then just sat and watched it like I was like I was an audience member. <laughs> I uh, to be fair, if they're not aliens, cool. I'm not in Michael Bay. Thank you. We're gonna bring yeah. this full circle. How Talk about you. Michael Bay. <laughs> That's all I do. <laughs> so uh, I'll ask the question here. Ninja Turtles. Now, this episode aside, I mean, we didn't we didn't really. I don't think we really, unfortunately, got a feel for what this Ninja Turtles show is. Uh, we definitely got a feel for Usagi Ujimbo. I think they actually did. a. I mean, they honestly did a very good job portraying this character. I think this is yeah. one of one of my favorite portrayals of him outside of comic books uh, that I've ever seen. So I, I would ask the question, is this a show? Chan, we'll do you uh, first. Is obviously this a show you would show to your kid or have be happy to have on in the background as on a loop forever? Uh, I mean, this is something that I was letting him watch 
even knowing that uh, the chances of me getting uh, thwacked in the face with a stick were pretty high during it. Um, in in terms of stuff that like you know like it's not the best show on television. There's better shows that you know I could be watching as an adult. Uh, yeah, not every well, show can be Law and Order SVU. Right, right. Now I'm CSILA because we gotta you know interesting. Give <laughs> Cool J as props. Fair enough. Uh, uh but of the shows that uh, uh my kid is willing to watch um this is real high up there for me okay fair enough marshall how do you feel about the ninja turtles of 2012 um it's um it's <laughs> it's weird because i know that for the most part they won't they actually won't want to watch it if it's too stressful <laughs> it's oh interesting right so like I, it's it's actually it <clears throat> the shows that they like to watch mostly if it's not pbs it's like somebody's got to solve this mystery or something but it's not a lot of like action-packed violence and stuff like the most you know the most action-packed they watch is wild Crass. so <laughs> are they um, watching are they watching babysitter's club yet no isn't that that is that on, that's on netflix right the new yeah it's right? surprisingly good really give it a shot yeah okay all right i'll throw that out there but yeah this one so i would i would give it a try knowing that they probably won't want to watch it anyway <laughs> and to be honest the violence part of it i don't they they are they are aware enough of violence that they won't necessarily mimic the violence of it necessarily. But if there's like, if there's people with attitude, then they'll mimic that. So, oh, perfect. <laughs> so I'll get a lot of, of, of some, they'll, they, they would end up talking like Yojimbo versus like, kicking and swinging stuff around like that that they'd be less likely to do that so the show is psychological honestly, yeah yeah it's pretty low-key on both parts like the uh uh they don't ratchet up the stress that much there's not a lot of brutal fighting uh the sass is fairly low-key i mean michelangelo like he's he's a a little yeah. dumber than he is like a a real uh um screw off case sure oh you know i don't know but you say i mean you say you know it's not uh they it's not super stressful like my kids will find some stress in just about anything okay like absolutely they get stressed out i get that one of them gets stressed out by curious george so (laughs) (laughs) i found out that my partner was super stressed by curious george as a kid really no idea i never like yeah, to me it's just like all right, these is dumb monkeys is doing stuff, but like the fact that he was screwing things up mm-hmm. like gave him like serious anxiety. That's what my like my one of my one really? of the twins literally will run out of the room if we won't if we haven't changed the channel and it gets far enough into an episode where he's about to get into something and and because of the way the music is like they let you like it's pretty obvious when he's about to like get into some trouble <laughs> and so whenever there's a lead up to it they are very aware of the clues that are leading up to George about to do some mischief or not even mischief just like doing something that a monkey would think is okay trying to help but 
when and you're in a human world, monkeys can't do stuff. And so once it, as it's approaching that moment, like one of my girls will literally be like, ah, I gotta go. And we'll like leave the room. <laughs> I can't no, do it. That, that, that's, that's stressful. That's fair. My kid, she's been wanting to watch Sailor Moon and I'm completely on board for that. Uh, the crazy thing is though, like the, the second, like any monster or villain appears on screen and you've seen Sailor Moon, they are mildly menacing, I suppose. But the second anything stressful happens, she'll like run from the room and hide. Like, yeah. and I'm like, come back. Say, no, it was like literally five seconds of that. And now Sailor Moon is taking care of it. And she's like, no, I don't believe it. And I'm like, no, she really is that great. It's great. Come on. You'll love this Sailor Moon. And she loves the show. Um, so that said, I would let her watch uh, the Ninja Turtles of 2012 uh, only if she agrees to be a Ronin, uh, a, a samurai with no master and wear the bunny ears, because I think that's that's where this world is headed. And I think that's oh. where she needs to go. Oh, my God. If either of our kids dressed as <laughs> Jimbo for Halloween, I would yeah, lose man. my mind. See, there, that this is this is where that difference lies. Where it's like, because my kids are trying to be like crayons for. for <laughs> I want to be a crayon. So you know what I mean. Like the, the their level of stress, their baseline level of stress is a lot lower than everyone else. You know we what? Got her, we already got her. We already got her a Raya from Raya the Last Dragon costume. Although she said she Ooh. wanted to be Sailor Moon. Uh, instead, when it, when push came to shove, it was all about that Raya. <laughs> we, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we can't do a pre-Halloween episode. We should probably do a post-Halloween episode where we talk about our Halloween. We'll absolutely do uh, that. That'll be the next topic for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we, yeah, we already got uh, uh, our Halloween costume, and uh, he just went went in, made a beeline for what he wanted, and uh, even. We showed him some other stuff that he was kind of into, but he still wanted this one, and um, yeah, that felt pretty good actually. Okay, like okay, no hassle. We we went into a costume store, and I was like, oh god, this is gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> like that, I'm done. Let's go. And you were done. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, talk about well, it. This next is, is good. Listen, next ne- our our post Halloween wrap up show is gonna be off the chain. Which, I can we'll already tell that like right January. now. January. Oh yeah, it'll, it'll air in it'll it'll air next October, but it'll be awesome. Um, but that's our show, everybody. We've talked about Ninja Turtles. We talked about violence. We let our kids see and 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 I guys have anything you want to put uh, social media, other shows you're on. Uh, Marshall, why don't you go first? Um, yeah, you can check me out on on the socials at Mister Happy Givens. Um, uh, you can also check out my other, uh, dad podcast, father. Good. Um, um, yeah, that's about it. I don't have anything. Great. <laughs> yeah. Robert? 999 RPMs on Twitter. AE double back is a podcast. They do. Um, I'll, I'll let you handle the rest. Oh, great. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at almighty Ray cursing about football and my team which stinks and I'm not happy about it, but so it goes. You can also find me on the who would win show or knowing is half the podcast. But the thing I want to talk about is test the IVF film. They have their own Facebook page right now. And if you search test the IVF film, you'll see it. Uh, it's, it's my wife's story of going through fertility treatments. And it's like a, 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 a funny yet heartwarming yet very uh, uh, touching story. That's winning a bunch of awards at a bunch of film festivals 
and and people are really uh, taking to it. So if that's the kind of thing you might be interested in, I'm in it, which is, you know, see it anyway, despite that fact. Trust me, it's mm-hmm. wonderful. And, uh, and if you get a chance, you should check it out. Check out the Facebook page and find out when it's uh, airing at one of these festivals. And you can watch it as like a live stream event programming. So how about that? So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I was following the blog uh, when she was writing it. And it was fascinating and really uh, interesting and emotional. So, like, yeah, highest possible recommendation. Yeah, Even definitely. if she weren't somebody I knew, I'd be like, this is really cool. Yeah, and so and a movie got made of it, and there we go, the story of our lives, which is uh, uh, pretty pretty bare <laughs> and pretty out there for public consumption. So that's a little mm-hmm. weird. Uh, I prefer I prefer to be talking about cartoons. But that's that's <laughs> just me. I don't know. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's just how I'm wired. Uh, but in any case, Marshall, uh, leave us out here with uh, an important uh, fatherly piece of advice before we hit the road. Um, uh, always wear a cup after your kid's martial arts class. You know what? It's good advice. True so, words have been spoken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that'll do it for us, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We will check you out, I don't know, two or three months from now. Good night, everybody. 